0: the XYZ podcast. My is Eko, I'm the Y. I'm Zach, I'm the Z. And today our X Factor is... Bopopow! Jacinda. Jacinda, Jacinda <laughs> Ratcliffe. Um, you are a dancer. I am a dancer. Is anything else you would like to add to that title?
1: Uh, I am a dancer slash choreographer slash actor, uh, and I sing a little bit, but would not call myself singer.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. Very multi-hyphenate. Mm-hmm. and i forgot to drop our our tagline we uh, xyz the podcast where we talk about entertainment the creative process
2: yeah oh man i was oh, really man. worried for a second that the audience wouldn't get that yeah uh the audience would have forgotten what we were oh, since the last episode i know uh yeah they need a reminding every episode mm-hmm. yeah. we've got some faithful listeners mm-hmm. uh Oh, I, yeah. Right? Yeah. We yeah. Got, we got a few. Yeah. Actually, um, do you uh, do you know Alex from...
0: He, he's he gone to the jams like a couple times, but... um, um Just don't
1: say no. why do with long hair, because that helps me zero, and everyone thinks that that's a good descriptor. Why well, do it with short hair? <laughs> okay, that's still not helpful. <laughs>
0: Beard is uh, taller than me, but not super
2: tall. You're... you're... That's everyone. He's a trucker. That's, that's every, okay, that's he's a trucker. Something like that. Uh, he would have uh, revealed it to you. He plays like a <laughs> firebird.
1: <laughs> like, that's a big uh, trucker.
0: He, he plays a firebird.
2: He's one of our listeners. He's right? one of our listeners, yeah, yeah.
0: Alex, Charles, Charles, how Alex. are
2: you doing? He was today? The, he's the
0: first person that I met that's like outside of people that like family and friends of people
2: that had been on the podcast <laughs> that has told me that they listened. And I was like, Whoa,
0: shit, a real
1: fan.
2: Yeah, Let's see, yeah. we've got we've got fans were a big deal. Yeah. Uh, we've got one. Well,
1: now I feel like <laughs> if I've met him at the bar and he hears that I'm not remembering him, I'm gonna feel bad.
2: It's possible he never even talked to you. That's, that is it's possible. entirely possible. That is possible. Yeah, it's possible you guys had a three hour conversation once, and now he's that's steaming also, mad. Also, also possible. Also possible. <laughs> Dude, like we get SoundCloud
0: analytics of where people, where our listeners are from, and one day I actually checked them, and mm-hmm. I was like, wow, I'm surprised. Like, like. We we got we got more listens than I thought we would. You know, mm-hmm. it's not a lot. You know, it's maybe in like two to five hundred range at this point. Cool. But I was like, when I was I, in my mind, it was like sub hundred at the time. Mm-hmm. So so that was a nice
2: surprise. Yeah, and yeah, like congrats. various locations too. It's nuts. What's the wildest one again? Oh. This is just this is our podcast. Is bragging about our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> great, great. There was a, there was international, right? I'm pretty sure. There I was feel inter- like there, there was, was international. I I forget.
1: That's how I feel when I pull up the analytics on my YouTube page, because I have exactly three public videos. The rest of them are private, either for rehearsals or for, you know, single submissions for types of stuff. But on those three, I've had, I've had people watch because they'll, you can see how long and how much of it they watch too. And I've had people watching my full videos who just really don't know me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's, yeah, that's the feeling. It's like, wow, like, cool. Thank you. (laughs) Whatever, whoever, whoever you are. Yeah which um, is,
1: like, the goal, right? Yeah, yeah, Not sure. that I, I definitely don't do a ton to promote my YouTube page or anything, because yeah. I pretty much keep I the don't two even... pieces I choreographed right. in college up there, because I'm very proud of them, and then an updated dance reel so that anytime I need to submit for a project I already have something yeah. cut and ready to go. I can just link them on over
0: yeah i didn't even realize you had anything because you've never talked about it before well, yeah no exactly uh,
1: i'm in the process and i've been saying this for like a year but of building a website for myself yeah. just because at this point oh i almost forgot slash model i do so many different things and and fair i'm based right now in chicago with a dance company called lucky plush Productions. Yes, so um but other than that i do a lot of freelance stuff across many different fields and so Website is the next big one so that I can have some sort of like virtual business card. In.
2: Presence. Yeah. yeah. A hub for all of your professional.
3: Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: That's
0: true. So before we get into more stuff, I know that you're both from
2: Virginia. Right? Oh, oh is that no right? shit. Yeah. Where in Virginia are you from? From Manassas. From Manassas? Yeah. What about you? Okay. I'm from Herndon. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So like Nova area. Yeah. Yeah. Hell Same yeah.
1: another dude who comes around the jams is from Woodbridge. Okay. <laughs> Sam Zach.
0: Oh Zach. Oh yeah, that's Zach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> I thought you said Sam, and I'm like, what? So, some is other dude. Some other dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: yeah,
3: yeah.
2: yeah. Um also yeah. Zach, but you know, that's just a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he spells it wrong. He, he does spell <laughs> it wrong. <actually>. Yeah, <laughs>
1: because
2: you don't do the a C or a K. I don't do a C or a K that's... or an H because that's blasphemy. I
1: mean just C or a K. I simple. meant H or a K.
2: Oh shit. Th- I it. just confirmed oh. there was no K in my name. <laughs> <laughs> Even though there is very there's much a very K in my K in name. In you them. know the weird confession about my name? <laughs> uh I'm a Zachary with a C H. Uh but oh, you shorten it to, to just, just K. To just Z-A-K. Yeah, because that's what uh, my parents told me to do it when I was young. Do and it. you know what? Oh. I just do it. Saves on letters, yo. Yeah man. Dude. Letters get expensive. Dude, there's a
0: oh this is random. I like I was looking at um I wanted to register for, to apply to um, Music Institute in LA, like a long time ago, like 2009 or so. Uh-huh. And I typed it uh, and they were like, you know, putting in your name, right? I typed in my name and they were like, this is too short. <laughs> like, like the, the, the website rejected me because my name was too short that's and, so and cool. I was like, "Oh fuck y'all.
2: It's, it's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> your name isn't even that short.
0: Yeah. It's probably last name just being two letters or something.
2: Mm. Yeah. yeah.
0: But still, you know, that's the thing. Okay. There's lots of people with last names of two letters.
2: Yeah, yeah, that feels pretty common. I mean, it's not like hella common. Yeah, but yeah,
1: definitely not like un like yeah. that's the first that anyone has ever tried to do that. You know? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you have, there has to be tons of people who yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: That's weird. But I was like, uh, I mean, at that point, I wasn't you know going to do it anyways. But yeah. I was like, okay, alright, fuck y'all.
2: Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I think, I don't really know much about Manassas other than there's like Civil War stuff.
1: Right? We have two battles in the yeah. Civil War, yeah. also known as the Battles of Bull Run.
2: Oh, yes. yeah! You guys are in the bull Bull
1: Run, the North called it Manassas, so the North one the war. That's why it's Manassas. Yeah, but, that makes yeah. sense.
2: But yeah. there's like a Bull Run middle school or something, right?
1: You know? there's a Stonewall Jackson High School.
2: I knew that for sure. There's a lot of those. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: (laughs) That one was about seven minutes from my house.
2: (laughs) There's a Stonewall Jackson. There was a Robert E. Lee High School, I think. Yeah. There's a Jeb Stewart. He's another Confederate general. They're changing some of those, but
1: like a hundred years too late. (laughs) Well apparently maybe this is wrong, maybe I shouldn't say this. To a thing, but I think that Stonewall had a daycare in it. The high school had a daycare because there were so many
3: team.
0: Mm, wow! Yeah. I know that? Wow! I thought you were going to drop some knowledge about the general, but oh no, totally, totally I'm not. Dropping <laughs>
1: gossip that no drop one cares about.
0: <laughs> oh man, I actually I remember so obviously uh, growing up in Texas. I think uh, they. Well, I learned about it as Bull Run, but, you know, yeah. that, you know it's probably just, you know. I think battle. it
1: is recorded as the Battles of Bull Run, oh, but yeah. at the time, it's just that the city was called two different things, depending on
2: uh, uh, who was side. talking about it. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I know the reason I mentioned some schools, I think I had a friend who's like, mom worked at some Bull Run, something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, like I said, I don't know Manassas very well. Uh,
1: it's it's just a <laughs> suburb. I don't know. I feel if you drive one but, hour in one direction, you're in D.C. If you drive half an hour in the other direction, you're in the south.
2: That's Nova for you in a nutshell. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's all that that is. You know, it, every sub. I don't. Know. Again, bold statement. Every suburb is more or less yeah the
0: same. Yeah, yeah. that that was the feeling I had. Like, so I, I you know I grew up in the Texas suburb, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. when I drove through like Lombard here, essentially, I was like, this feels the same. Yeah. Yeah. And then when I, like, randomly was trained, like, on a train through New Jersey suburbs, I was like, this feels the same, too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's just some commonality of suburban life. So, it just, it doesn't feel like I grew up in the South, or I'm sure you feel similarly, like, anything.
2: Pretty much everybody, especially in D.C., where no one's from, like, it really feels like it's a lot of people from all over the country, Mm-hmm. Who moved to the D.C. suburbs. Yeah, Because it's just people who work for the government. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, my parents weren't originally from Virginia. Yeah. You yeah. know, when I knew, like, it, we were all first-generation Virginians.
1: <laughs> That's interesting.
2: There was the occasional rare person who was, like, whose family's been there for two generations.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. What's interesting is I feel like a lot of my peers from high school stayed either in Manassas Mm -hmm. or in the Nova area. But I'm not sure how deep their families were there. I just, I, yeah, I just feel like of the Facebook friends from high school that I still have, a lot of them are living out in that area. I definitely was excited to get out. (laughs) Not from any, you know, it was like a fine place to grow up and I don't have anything against it. I just wanted to see more of the country. It's
2: not... Like I I have love for it being the yeah. hometown. Yeah, I love
1: going back there seeing my family. I'm really close with my family, you know. So yeah. that's nice, but
3: it's There's not, not much a thing
1: to... that I a place that I particularly felt drawn to go back and live.
2: Yep. Yeah. yeah. I I the first ticket out of Nova I had, I I took. Or out of Virginia in general. Well, Mm -hmm. no, that's not... Like, I went to school in Virginia. (laughs) So (laughs) So so
3: so technically,
1: my
2: second ticket. What school? Uh, William & Mary?
1: Yeah, he's my best friend from high school up there.
2: Oh, damn. What year?
1: She We graduated high school in 2011, so she graduated college in 2015.
2: That would have been the same year as me. Yeah? Yeah.
1: What'd
2: you study? Uh, Government.
1: Okay, she was doing English. Okay. I went out there and visited a couple times. so Maybe we crossed paths. Maybe
2: oh, I don't know. I thought of, I took a lot of English classes. <laughs> I one of my this is a weird regret to have, mm-hmm. but my one of my regrets in life is that I didn't major in English in college. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I mean, government's like not much more helpful <laughs> <laughs> of a degree. Yeah. Uh, and also, I don't know. The government majors are all. I, I have a lot of very good friends who are government majors mm-hmm. uh, along with me. A lot of them watch a little too much West Wing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And uh, I think, I think, I think uh, subject wise, I just enjoy writing and reading a little bit more than I yeah. enjoy the government. I don't know. Yeah. That's,
1: yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I don't know. Where did you go, actually?
1: I, I went to Northwestern.
2: Oh, okay. Yep. Mm. So you did take that first one yeah, I, I, I took yeah, the yeah. very
1: first one. The <laughs> very first ticket. I was like, please?
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So you've been yeah, so you've been living here since, what, I guess, 2011 then? Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: September 2011 is when I moved out here. I was yep. still technically 17 at the time. Since oh. my birthday's in October. I love a youngster.
2: Happy early, early birthday, or belated birthday. <laughs> At this point, we're so dude, far from dude, it. I love- I love what, what,
1: what might have like worked if- was happy belated <laughs> happy
2: birthday. Yeah. Mm, there half we birthday. My go. birthday was
1: April 9th. So we're almost, I'm 25 and about seven months.
2: Way to go. Thank way, to, you. Way, to, well, thank you. way to live to 25 and a half. <laughs> the uh, quarter century mark. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it's a big one. I mean, people talk about quarter-life crisis now. So, yeah. yeah, and you can rent cars. I think it's a thing that you can't until you're 25. I think you can. I think it depends, it depends on the on company, but yeah.
1: yeah, where you are. Because I know when I was, I was living in New York for a period of time, and I worked for a catering company, and they had me rent cars and drive like a carpool to different events mm-hmm. sometimes. And I remember I had a moment the first time I went to do it where I was like can I legally do this? (laughs) But it was, like, too late. If it was, if, like, I couldn't, like, we were screwed. But they didn't say anything, and also that could have just been sometimes in New York City they don't care about things.
0: Yeah, like... (laughs) There's also <laughs> I, I I do know that like twenty five is the like your insurance drops a lot apparently at twenty five. It
1: did and I was grateful because I got into an accident. Oh and then when I got the insurance, it still went down because I had turned twenty-five in that time period. I think it would have gone down more if I hadn't gotten into yeah. that accident. But yeah, truly, yeah. it went down and I was happy. Yeah. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Those are the things I know about twenty five.
1: Mm-hmm. I
2: know crises and insurance. <laughs> <laughs> the two important things. Yeah. Insurance and your crisis your crisis, yeah, just you know, two wonderful things that happen to everybody. <laughs> have you have you had the quarter life crisis?
1: Um I mean, what what is it even supposed to be right? Uh-huh. Your midlife crisis is when you realize that you haven't done everything that you wanted? I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I feel like if anything, I've been feeling sort of this reassessment of my goals. If that's a thing, I feel like I've, that's,
0: that's the general thrust of the yeah. crisis, mm-hmm. even though like, you know, it doesn't sound that much like a crisis the way you put it, but, but yeah, that's, that's, yeah, what, it's, that's it's the
1: more theme. just been me being like, okay, what are, you know, for so long, my only goal was to be a working dancer, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and get a job with the company and I did that and I'm like, cool, cool. <laughs> but yeah. like, okay, what else, you know, what other tangible goals, because obviously now working within the company, you have, you know, yeah. There's all that artistic growth and everything, but sort of looking big picture, long long form, um, long term, that's what I was looking for. Yep. Uh, what are my goals and how is my day to day life serving that? Yep. And I feel like I'm sort of in a place where I'm trying to reassess how
3: I conduct the sun up to sundown. Yep, yeah. yeah.
2: I've done a bit of that, you know, yeah, yeah. Still, it's ongoing. Yeah, yeah. I often feel like my quarter life crisis. Like it's hard to demarcate because it just feels like. I, is that the right word? De- yeah, demarcation demarcate. line. Yeah, you know what I mean. Market, yeah, yeah uh, so, I don't know. It always feels like crisis. Twenty six was weird. Turning twenty six, that was just like. It was. It was a a false thing of me realizing. Oh. Some people could say I'm in my late 20s now. And oh. I still don't want to <laughs> say that.
1: Mm. I still uh, consider that mid-20s. Yeah. I think mid-20s is like 24 to 26. 27 and 28 is like mid to late 20s. And then 28, 29 is late
2: 20s. Yeah. I'm determined True. to not say I'm in my late 20s till about three days before my 30th birthday. <laughs> and then I'll be yeah. fine. But then maybe that'll make turning 30 harder. It shouldn't make anything hard. Age is... It doesn't matter that much, yeah. But um. uh,
0: Plus, I I
1: hear once you get out of your twenties, things get a little.
0: I sure hope
2: so.
1: That is what I am. Yep, I really, I'm really counting on all those people who've told that to me. I don't
2: want to speed through my twenties to get there, but I also don't like. I just want to be okay with things. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I um. There was like a period,
0: probably like from like twenty four, I want to say, to like twenty eight where I just didn't, like, I never, I just didn't remember my age. Yeah. Because I was just like, oh, it's, you know, another year's gone by. Mm-hmm. And then, like, one day somebody asked me how old I was, and I'm like, wait, I have to stop and do the
2: math right now. I
1: gotta like, calculate. What, what f- year was I born?
2: Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Yeah. I think I had that a little bit, like, the first few weeks after my last birthday. Yeah. Where I just kept thinking, no, wait, am I 27 now? Like, Is which 20? Which yeah. Am I 20? I don't know. Uh, 26. Just to repeat so everyone knows. Yeah. Halfway to 52. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Those goals. Yeah. Reaching 52. Yeah. As long as I live till 52. Yeah. I think we're good, right? Yeah. After 50, that's a horrible thing to say. My parents are older than 50 and I want them <laughs> to live for many more years. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Have you guys... Random question. I, this is. I don't even know where this is coming from, but we're just on this topic. Uh, I I just have this weird thing of just like I have trouble envisioning myself old. You guys ever ever try to envision yourself as an old person? <laughs> um, it it just like makes me think: Am I gonna die young? I don't. You can't. <laughs> <'Cause> you... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Self fulfilling prophecy. Oh my god. i just god. like you know, 36 will happen, and I, it's it's not like after 36 is old. It's just like I think I think I got 10 more years, and then it's just like. Well, a car crash or something's going to happen. You know? uh, uh, I don't know. Okay, okay. Or, or I'm like I'm trying to visualize myself. <laughs> like it is difficult, but I don't feel the same way. Obviously. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm making this so dark, just up, I'm not <laughs> this dark <laughs> a person.
3: It
0: is
1: all good. <laughs> uh,
2: what do you think that you've watched your scene that that's made you gone this way, or is it nothing at all? It's nothing. It's just like a weird feeling I okay. have. I don't know. Uh, you have a a bow and arrow tattoo, I see, I do. and I'm just trying to change the subject. But that's a cool tattoo. <laughs> Thank you. That's, that was very smooth until you pointed it out. It was, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, what's the? Do you use a bow and arrow? Do you know how to <laughs>
3: archery?
1: Archery—that's
2: what it's Not called. Draw, yeah. So, loose. well, I
1: got it before I started shooting archery. I got it my after I'd been out of college for about a year, uh-huh. and I felt like nothing had moved, you know, and it was my first realization that once you're not in school a year kind of isn't a significant amount of time anymore. And I have to recalibrate how I assess my life and check-in points and all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I got this to represent patience so I can remind myself that it's okay that one year is no longer a big deal and that I like can allow myself time and should allow myself time because I have my entire life for things. Um, But after I got it, I've been, had been curious about it and I found a place over in, um, what's called, uh, I think like Humboldt Park, Mm -hmm. um, where you can go and shoot archery and got really into that for a summer I'd go once a week and I've been back a couple times but not recently. It is a really fun thing for me, though. I very much enjoy it.
0: So the first question I have is: um, is is like is a bone arrow generally a symbol for patience? Uh, um,
1: I don't necessarily think so. I just remember I was googling um, symbols for patience and scrolling through a lot of weird things, and then that came up. And I, it's it's a little bit of a reach, but okay, <laughs> uh, yeah. just sort of reminding myself of. You know, thinking back to how war used to be done with, you know, bows, arrows, spears, Mm -hmm. and that sort of stuff, as opposed to, not that I know anything, but like hitting buttons or pulling tricks, you know, that was just a different thing.
2: Reload Um, time used to be a lot longer. yeah, Yeah, all of
1: those things. And so it reminds me that the... I don't know, the pacing of our current society and the need for things to move fast and instant gratification is a relatively new phenomenon for humans. Yeah. And that it's okay if not everything is always expedited. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's really hard because our generation was very much raised sort of like when the internet was first coming out. And yeah. the difference between when we would all be like, let's play a game on the computer and you boot it up and you push the button and walk away for 10 minutes and then you come back and you click the next screen, you come, you know, all that doesn't exist where now if I open my laptop and I can't put in my password within 24 seconds, I am like angry.
3: Yeah. And that's
1: like, I I will then open my phone and Google it on my phone instead of (laughs) going full. (laughs) Because that's just the, the amount that I'm so used to getting everything the second it pops into my brain. Yeah. I want it to happen immediately and that's not really how things work on a macro level right like yeah you can't advance in your company like whatever your line of work is quickly like a year doesn't really mean anything you're not gonna get promoted or get you know the solo or anything like that right off the i mean maybe some people do and that's awesome for them but I I always say that my only talent is that I'm obsessive. <laughs> and so I have a very good ability I think to keep doing the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um.
0: I think that's still super important. I mean, like, yeah. obviously, like, you're probably talented in other ways, but, like, the general, like, a big differentiator between people that go far and don't is just, like, yeah, is that, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't have to be obsessiveness, but, yeah. you know, just, like, the world. Like, I, I
1: was I was but, never a prodigy at yeah. anything. Yeah. It wasn't like I walked into a studio and they're like, Misty Copeland, you know, like, I yeah. that was never me, but I yeah. studied my whole life to get to where I'm at and, you yeah. know. There are people who are better than me at other things just inherently, and then I know that I have that against other people, but it is truly just that I
2: keep doing it until. (laughs) I mean, that's like, I don't know, Just it's way more important than being inherently talented It's being inherently talented at having a work ethic and like being able to work at things. Mm -hmm. I I was in orchestra growing up. Mm. Me too. Uh, Oh, hell yeah. What instrument? Violin. Okay, I was a cellist.
1: Nice. Cello is my favorite instrument.
2: It's the best. It
1: really is.
2: What were you going to say? I was like, I was not an orchestra. Oh, fuck you. In defiance of all stereotypes.
1: We all play string instruments. That's true. Yeah.
2: That's true. We we can see your many right here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I remember I was, like, good at cello at first. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I almost never practiced, and then mm-hmm. everyone else practiced. Mm-hmm. And I uh, quickly went from first chair in, like, the beginning orchestra, which, you know, real big deal, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, to being the third chair, because there were three of us. Yeah. Uh. Exactly. Um, <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah, by the time I played up through the end of eighth grade, and then I stopped because I ran out of electives in high school, because I did the most in high
3: school.
2: Um, That's when I stopped. Yeah. Way to yeah. go.
1: High five. Yeah. I was... First chair, second violin. Okay. So, best of second string,
2: you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the second violin—you're doing a whole nother thing. Yeah, it's, it's just, just as important.
1: Yeah,
0: it's a different skill set from what I understand of like yeah. how the orchestras are yeah. It was
1: just funny. because the first chair, first violinist. Uh, he and I had like a low-key rivalry through a lot of uh elementary and middle school in elementary school he used to uh draw pictures of rats jumping off cliffs to make fun of my last name in art class and i would cry we're friends now (laughs) wow (laughs) but yeah and so he was top of the top and i was top of the middle tier
0: (laughs) oh there was there's an irony in the, in the, the high school rankings um Uh, In ninth grade, this this doesn't continue because, like, things changed, But, like, in ninth grade, uh, I think, uh, yeah, I was number two. And then somebody else was number one. And, like, the reason we were ahead was because we both had athletics. And the way, it's, like, a really weird thing of the GPA, right? Where, Mm -hmm. like, it's double blocked. So you get one credit for it instead of 2. Oh, but because like everybody is doing honors and it's yeah. like 4.5 instead mm-hmm. of 4.0. Everybody else had like an extra 4.0 class that that yes. dragged them down. And so the two athletes were at the top for some reason. Oh, it was just really
2: weird. Yeah, like, peculiarity. Interesting. I mean, high school rankings never made sense to me. I don't know. We didn't have them. Before. Yeah. Uh I don't know, you is didn't. Manassas and Fairfax County is it which it's a, it's a different county, right? It's different, yeah. Manassas yeah. is
1: its own thing. We have, you know, one middle school, one high school, and we're not part of like the Prince William County system or okay. like, Fairfax County or anything like that. Did y'all have rankings? I like e- yes, in the sense that we all had a GPA.
2: Okay,
0: but they didn't pub. Did they publish like, like they mm-hmm. had like a no, list like blank. your number blank in this yeah. in
2: the class? Yeah.
1: No, I don't think it came up until senior year when we started doing college applications, and yeah. I remember yeah. there was uh, I. I'm pretty sure our valedictorian either, I think she, it was this whole thing where either she like dropped orchestra or took it for no credit because the 4.0 was dragging her down and she wanted the...
0: Yeah, yeah, she was gaming that part of it.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: But so there was like, they're generally, so like, yeah, how would you determine valedictorian if there was
2: no explicit ranking? I'm trying to remember because... I mean,
1: I I don't even know where I ranked, but I also remember there was your weighted GPA and your unweighted and, you know, weighted I was above a four, unweighted I think I was like a three, eight or something, but, you know, once I got, I I got into college early decision and then just never. really. Yeah, just like, like, as long as I... It's like
0: pace. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Just
1: scrape by for the rest of the year.
0: (laughs) So I guess if they
2: probably just have one and two and then like, they just don't publish the rest. Like... I think that's what we had. We definitely had... They were the smart people yeah. who were talking, uh, I think. I think. I can think of the two people who probably were valedictorian yeah. and the other one. Mm-hmm. And I, I know one of the two of them talked.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, that's
2: it. Yeah. The only
1: thing I remember about graduation is the kid next to me fell asleep during the yeah. valedictorian speech. And I was like, bro. <laughs> bro.
0: So, okay. So, my high school was weird. So, I'll say this. So, in um, ninth and tenth grade, I was at a normal high school. That's where we had the rankings, and just as a point, as like a different point, like it's actually Texas has a has a, a special system where if you were in the top ten percent of your high school, you get you can you get into any of the UT schools automatically.
1: I remember hearing yeah. that because my little sister applied to a Texas school and didn't get in, even though. We all feel like she was qualified, yeah. and my dad said that when he spoke to them, it's because they mostly take in
0: state. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's a big thing. So I guess that's why you probably Texas schools all have rankings.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm gonna guess,
0: yeah. um, except my act my senior high school didn't because it's like the it's like the magnet school for the state for math and science. So we had no rankings there because it's college courses and shit. So yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I don't even remember who spoke or if I, I don't remember shit about graduation, to be completely honest. Yeah. It just didn't, like, it didn't matter to me in that sense. I was just like, okay, I got it. I'm going off. Cool.
1: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I think I remember going home after graduating and deleting half of my Facebook friends.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I think I waited just like a week or two in case yeah. I saw them around town.
1: Oh, yeah. No, there was no <laughs> sense of that. And mo- uh, not most, but pr- a good handful of them have re-added me over, you know, the past however many years yeah. it's been since I graduated. Which is, And I think that that's more interesting to then become friends again.
2: Yeah. You know? yeah, Kind of you know, like see just, like, how they've changed a little. Yeah. Before.
3: how many, a lot of them have a lot of kids or something.
2: Yeah.
0: It's always weird. Uh, for me, like, we, um, we were all excited about Facebook because that's when it actually, like, that's, uh, I graduated in 2005 for reference. Okay. So, like, it, Back when it was the Facebook. It, back when <laughs> it was the Facebook indeed, yeah. yeah. And uh, people were all excited about it because it was like, oh, this is the new thing. Yeah. yeah. Was that back when
2: you still needed, like, a college email address to use yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. So I used wow. my old UNT one because we were high schoolers in college. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was
0: that. Was that.
3: Yeah. All right.
0: So, um, let's get into a bit about dance and Lucky Plush, and what you do there. Oh, yeah, cool. yeah, talk to us yeah. about it. Uh, I've seen some of the shows, but, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know
2: anything about dance. You're the first dancer we've had on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, special. Yeah, you yeah. feel special. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, so Lucky Plush is a dance company. We do very theatrical works. Um, it's often narrative based. Uh, it incorporates like words and lines and scripts, um, sometimes monologues. And then this show in particular, we sing the entire score rather than having any sounds, instruments, tracks or anything like that. So that's been a fun challenge.
2: <laughs> so kind um, of an acapella dance show.
1: Kind of, yeah. Though I mean, the way we rehearse is very much like an acapella, what I imagine an acapella group to be like, where we're working with all the harmonies and rhythms and um, everything. Sometimes it's words and songs, sometimes it's just melodies um, and harmonies. Uh, yeah, right now we're in development of a show called Rink Life. So I joined... Last year, I came... I was living in New York, and... Uh, the artistic director's woman, Julia Rhodes, uh, reached out because they were looking for guest artists for a show. I submitted my materials and I came out here to work with them for, it was originally for two and a half months. Uh, started with this show. We also did another, uh, like short thing, um, went up at the Harris theater, April of last year for me. Harris was like a huge bucket list thing for me. I felt very happy about it. A lot of people came out. It was so cool. (laughs) went back to New York at like in May of last year. So this is pretty much exactly a year ago, fully intending on resuming life out there and Mm -hmm. everything. And then she just kept emailing me asking if I was available. She's like, we're going to do a workshop later this month. Uh, We might be going on tour in June. Like, are you available in the fall for more stuff? And I was like, And it was also being out here because I lived out here previously, kind of my heart was very full for Chicago. And I was like, let me just remove the distance barrier, move back to Chicago. And then anytime she wants me, (laughs) I'm there. And so I came back, did uh, like a week of workshop dates with them, found the apartment that I'm in right now that I adore And uh, just went back to New York, like quit all my jobs and uh, moved back to Chicago. Uh, Went on tour with them up to Door County, Wisconsin, I think a week or two later. And then at the end of that is when she officially asked me to join the cast for this show. Mm -hmm. And then we started back up in September and we've been rehearsing ever since. Uh, Right now, they just finished touring the show that they premiered before I joined them. So I've been an understudy for that. Uh, but we've we're essentially still building the show. We kind of have all the elements. We're just kind of f- trying to fit it all together. We sort of reached a point we had a bunch of material and we're like, okay, now, what does this mean? You yeah, know, yeah. And so we kind of had to, you know, just the middle of an artistic process when you're like trying to get everything to fit together. So that's sort of where we've been, and then we'll have a preview performance of it in June, and it'll officially premiere in November. so almost a full two years working on this. Oh, long wow. Process, yeah, which is nice. very rare for the dance world, I will say. Yeah, yeah. Most of the dance world you're rehearsing for maybe a couple of months for a show that goes up for maybe two weekends if you're lucky. Or you'll get to tour it a bit in, in that sense. But um, we will have like a longer run of it when it opens and then we tour it through next
2: year. How... I don't know anything about the dance world. Mm-hmm. Uh, like how many nights a week are you doing that show? How many times a week at least?
1: When it actually goes up, I yeah think it would be a Thursday, Friday, Saturday situation, but I also probably shouldn't say that because I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. We have preview performances that are Friday and Saturday, um, yeah, this third week in June, but for the actual premiere of it, that I don't have information on, so... Okay. But... Few handful of nights a
0: week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's typical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: I just like don't know if it's the same as like I don't know some some theaters that do shows like what like every Tuesday night a day
1: through Sunday something during yeah. day. It's, yeah, usually I think what's more common for theaters dance is not yeah.
2: usually that. That would seem like a lot because I would assume that even even though I assume it's like physically intensive to do a regular theater show, yeah, doing just a straight dance show in general mm-hmm. is probably a thousand times more physically <laughs> intensive.
1: And I think that the interesting thing about when you're in the run of a show mm-hmm. is that choreography is typically not even unless you're in a lot of ballet tends to be very even right and left. Mm. but in contemporary works, which is what I tend to do, the movement, there's no sense of balance. So Mm -hmm. you're doing a show and you're only, say there's like a kick you do with your left leg 12 times. You never even that out on the right side. So if you're doing that seven nights a week, like that leg is going to be wrecked from having to do it that much, whereas the other one is fine. So when you're in the run of a show, trying to maintain the balance of your body becomes a little more challenging.
3: Yeah.
1: Whereas, you know, if you're in rehearsals, there's usually a little more space for things are in flux or, you know, taking class regularly. I enjoy taking ballet classes to help myself stay balanced because yeah. ballet is always, you do the same thing on the right that you do on the left, yeah. you know, that's and very predictable. I've realized, I was talking to someone, I've been taking ballet classes for 20 years. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Because <that's laughs> I started when I was yeah. three or four. Yeah. And granted, you know, those first few years are just kind of running around just studio.
2: You know. Yeah. But but it's still, it's still ballet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, ballet is always a nice comfort zone because that's pretty predictable. Just in yeah. terms of mm-hmm. there's kind of only so many steps. <laughs> it's just a matter of what the teacher gives you that day.
2: Oh, okay. it kind of works a little bit more within a system. Definitely, a like you know geometric. that you're gonna
1: get to the bar, maybe do an opening warm up thing, and then you do plie's, and then you do tanges, and then you do deage. Like there's a very set order. Then you do do all of bar and then you come and you do center and then you do across the floor. So, <laughs> and then you jump. <laughs> Very logical in that way. Whereas most, and then different modern technique classes, if you're taking a specific modern technique are the same where it's a similar set of exercises. Uh, and then once you start getting into contemporary styles, that's more dependent on the individual teacher choreographer and what they want to do.
2: Right, so sure there's a lot more variation of styles. You get away from
1: like, yeah, classical stuff.
2: They're trying to develop their own style. Yeah, I mean. yeah,
1: I think that that's one of the things that I enjoy about contemporary is it's kind of just using all the information in your body and just it's all fair game. Yeah, and I very much enjoy because I studied acting. I did all the plays in high school. I was
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: very active in that, and then in college, I did an acting sequence. I studied voice for a little while, um, and so it's nice that with Lucky Blush, I can kind of exercise all of those muscles.
2: You just have, like, a bunch of tools in your arsenal, and they're all available to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And it's nice to be in a company that allows me to, u- like, yeah. utilize them, like, whereas a lot of, like, previous dance things I've done have been more physical-based or whatever. Um, and then I've also done a lot of work historically with immersive theater, which I find... Very
2: exciting. What is that? Uh, is that, like, Tony guy? and Tina's wedding? That's I I, that's that the worst either. example. I don't know why that's the only <laughs> example I have. <laughs> I, I don't know what that is
1: either. So that's,
2: uh, I, I, I believe it was a play that was, like, kind of big in the 90s. Oh. Uh, that, like, you go, essentially, to a wedding, but most of the guests are actors. Okay, and they're all, yeah. and I think it became a movie, but, like, oh, interesting. yeah, uh,
1: Well, yeah. I mean, basically that. So rather than sitting and watching a show, you're like up and moving within the action of it. So it kind of... I've been to
0: one, but yeah, yeah, go ahead.
1: To like varying degrees, sometimes you're just observing a scene and then sometimes they're actually talking to you or guiding you somewhere, taking you for like a private scene somewhere or... um, Yeah, it, it sort of opens it up and I love it because it's almost improvisational well it is improvisational without just being a complete free form because sometimes it i can get a little stressed if there are too many options but it's like i know that my task is this right so i did a show called the great and terrible dr Faustus a few years back um and in that show there was i played lucifer and then there There was Faustus and then the seven deadly sins. So everyone was assigned to one of the seven deadly sins. They followed them around. So you're only getting like a snippet of the story. Uh Um, But I didn't have anyone attached to me, but I had specific scenes where I would take someone from a group, lead them to like, so the first one, I would take someone, take them all the way up to the third floor balcony, fed them apple pie and gave them a tarot card reading. And then every time I took someone, I'd mark their arm with an L for Lucifer. And I was wearing bright red lipstick and I'd kiss it. And then they were like on my team,
3: you know, yeah.
1: and then I would drag them around for a few more scenes before sending them on their way. But it was always funny because, um, the second one-on-one scene I had, I had just, um, had this like crazy hysterical laughter. It was a scene in a bathroom. The group leaves. I hold one person back. I then would like take off my necklace, feed them pomegranate seeds, put on a song, dance with them, cry on them. And then pull myself together, I'd have them put my necklace back on, I'd mark their arm, then they'd come around with me. So the first um, opening night, I had a few friends come to the show. So I tried to plant them in the group so that I knew who I was taking. So at least the first night it was like, okay, familiar face, and I know that I can be in character, but like, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah, the stakes feel a little bit. A little, easy. yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and also, people are paying to come see me perform. I want to give them an experience, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and so, this friend who I planted in this group uh, wandered off on his own.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, when
1: it got to that part, I was like, I have to keep one of these people. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I think the group was maybe six people, and five of them were over the age of 80, just like did not. And there's one kid. He looked like he was maybe like 20, 18, 20, whatever. I'm like, okay, Pikachu, I choose you. Let's do this. And the second they left, I was like, he has never been alone in a room with a girl before. Oh.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what did he do? So froze. So I'm, I'm dancing. I'm crying on him. He's just like patting my shoulder lightly. I was like, oh no. And so it's in those moments where I'm like, I know my task is to do these things, but I have to figure out how to make sure that this kid doesn't just drop dead or pass out or something <laughs> oh, from this experience. And yeah, it ended up, you know, being fine. I just, I really, I really feel some sort of guilt <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. about that. Yeah.
2: That show That's, sounds amazing. Sounds awesome. It was general. a really yeah. fun
1: show. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. and It's always interesting because for my dance shows, I bring out everyone from Moe's and yep. most people don't go see dance or theater normally. Sure, it's just yeah. not sort of in the repertoire of things that they do. So it's always fun to then hear about their experiences and especially that one was so off the wall. that last <laughs>
3: time?
0: Yeah. The last time with huh. yeah, the, the basically the guys workshopping. Oh oh no sorry oh, you no, talk no, about, about yeah the the old one yeah that no, one was fun
1: because yeah. a bunch of them came to the last work in progress showing of yeah. uh, the piece that's going up soon yeah. and there's a QA after. Okay. And they all participated and I was yeah, like this is fun. so so nice. But
0: I did not understand at all what it was like what yeah, yeah. that it was a roller rink. but yeah.
2: Most it, people didn't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like a lot of times it's it's you don't have to understand all of it for that kind of... Right, interest. right, yeah. And I that's what was yeah, interesting, yeah. hearing yeah. people's
1: responses, is they were like, oh, I didn't realize that that was a location, but the sentiment of yeah a communal space came through. Yeah. So even though they couldn't name, you guys are in a roller rink, they were like, you guys are a tight-knit group of people who are bound together by some location.
0: Yeah, 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 I definitely got that. And yeah. it was just funny that the one person that said, like, that they, that got it was said it very confident. I'm like, I'm like, how
3: what What? <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like,
0: it's like well, really and then i then i look at the the um the, the program and i'm like oh yeah and i didn't realize that until probably like later like not even not even after the show but like when i got home and looked at it, i was like oh yeah it's it says the rink
1: yeah. on it. And i'm like called
2: rink life <laughs> uh, oh my god i was wondering when you first name dropped that i was yeah. trying to figure out is, is it like a hockey based, <laughs> hockey based no but
1: we do we do have a roller derby at some point yeah. Ooh. roller derby Ooh.
2: Yeah. that's cool i still don't understand what roller derby is but like neither did we of...
1: there was one day that we spent just reading the wikipedia page over and over trying to understand the rules of the derby
2: is that the one where people are in teams and they're Racing around, yeah, and there's that there's violence, maybe I don't know. It's, I yeah. know, I know that it's bizarre. violence, maybe I'm is sure. a
1: good way to yeah. describe that. Yeah. Okay, yeah,
2: yeah. There was like a movie with Drew Island Barrymore, yeah. yeah, yeah, same movie, I think.
1: Oh, yeah, I think they were I never movies. saw it,
2: I <laughs> did not either.
1: Clearly, otherwise, we would understand. <laughs> <Yeah. so. laughs>
2: I remember seeing trailers. I remember Uh,
1: in the preview, it was just Ellen Page, like, I'm good at it, Mom. You have to let me do it. You know that classic? No, Dad, I'm giving up your dream. Like, oh my God, <laughs> she's like not doing what her mom says because she discovers her love of the dirty. The, the dirty
2: I, I think the I dirty. remember the trailer came out like not long after she was in Juno. Yes, and it just all I could think of is it's just like, oh, it's Juno but on on roller skates. <laughs> oh. Like I know it's probably, yeah. a good, probably so much right, more than that. Yeah. That's yeah. so much. She
1: just made a career on being like playing teen pregnant. <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: Oh my god! Actually, be I. I uh, luckily, I, I actually know who that is because um because I just saw Inception for the first time like last week. I know oh, I'm like years, f- yeah, years and years so late. So far, I, I was like,
1: pretty late, and even yeah. I was years and years ago.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, I know, I know. I just never got around. to are your I, think I saw Inception mm-hmm. twice in theaters. Oh,
3: well.
0: Just, Damn.
2: just saying, you guys are behind.
0: Well, yeah, well, s- 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 as far as this conversation, I was like, oh yeah, that's so she's. She's that that girl in oh, yeah. in a roller derby. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I liked the movie. It was um, uh, it was different from what I expected. I expected it to be actually more like trippy, mm-hmm. just because people talk about the visuals. But
1: I feel like because like that's one of those things where the movie is hyped up so much that at some point you got to be like you got to re- reset the expectations yeah. so that you can actually go in.
2: Yeah, you know, it's trippy for like what it is. Yeah, but I feel like. In the grand scheme of trippy movies, it's a pretty straightforward movie. Yeah. It's
1: more, like, I, it's not, like, druggy trippy. Yeah.
2: You know, yeah, 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 It's
0: like, more it, just it,
1: mental gymnastics of what is real. Well,
0: oh, right. Yeah. You know? It was just like that, yeah, there was one trippy scene with the visuals where obviously the first time she's in she's in the mm-hmm. dream world, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this is the iconic part, right? Yeah. But then, like, there's, like, so much movie after that. So yeah. So I'm like, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I just didn't realize that, like, oh, that's the part... I think I talk, talked about this with Indiana Jones, too, where, like, the, um, the the first one, like, the iconic, like, the ball rolling down. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's in the first, like, 15 minutes. And yeah. I'm like, okay. I didn't realize it, it was, like, I thought it was, like, mm-hmm. at the climax of the movie, yeah. you know. Yeah. So that, that was an interesting thing. I I, I, I like the, the arc, and it's kind of interesting how um, it's, like, so the motivation is to plant this idea in his head break up his father's empire right mm-hmm. and like from the you know from the outside purely on the on the um, com- competitive side where it's like oh we need to we need this to happen so we can actually compete in the energy market it's uh, it's kind of a very cold and personal thing mm-hmm. but the way they actually do it it actually gives value to the dude mm-hmm. because he's like oh like in somehow he's actually kind of uh, mentally not not actually but mentally reconciled the at least the idea of his father mm-hmm. and his relationship with his father in his head so mm-hmm. It actually provides that, which is like,
1: yeah, yeah, right? a weird emotional,
0: yeah,
1: lo- like layer to it, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, I, th- I think that's generally why the movie works, anyways, is because mm-hmm. I mean, actors and emotions, right? It's not the plot, even though it's cool. It's, you mm-hmm. know, it's not fundamentally about that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I feel like that's like a Christopher Nolan thing, where it's like he made like his plot is like uh, about emotion, right? And yeah, it's not like. I don't know how to describe it.
2: It's it's oftentimes he's he seems more he can seem more like a plot over characters kind of director, but a lot right. of times his plot is it it's in itself an emotional arc. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, sense. it's that's yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I don't know. Thinking have you seen that, Dunkirk? No. I haven't. Have you seen Dunkirk? No. Oh, it's really good.
0: I'm just referencing <laughs> in my head. <laughs> I'm referencing Dark Knight because Dun- I'm thinking back to that. Yeah. I don't know why. Behind I the times.
1: I still have not seen. Any of the Batman movies?
2: Wow, they're pretty good. Yeah. They are pretty. Good. I don't know if you've heard that. Before. I'm
1: just, <laughs> I'm just now catching up on Marvel. Okay. I saw Captain America and Captain Marvel. I'm supposed to watch Iron Man uh, with friends tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. And the only thing that I I've seen Black Panther, obviously. Yeah. And I think I saw the first Avengers movie. But other than that, nothing. And I just know what happens at the end of Infinity Wars. Okay, yeah.
2: I, I, I was in a it's similar... It's in the zeitgeist, guys. It's very memed. Yeah. Uh, yes. yeah. I was in a
0: similar boat until, like, I think I, you know, we talked about this, yeah. like, until, like, last month, essentially, or mm. last
2: two months. And then I was like, binge watch, binge watch, binge watch, yes. binge watch. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. I and saw Iron Man 1 in theaters 11 years ago. And, uh, I did that, too. still behind the times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I, I did see that in theaters 11 years ago, too. That was the one I did see at theaters.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It was, it's that. It's like yeah. It's like book. Oh well, okay. I did see Black Panther. So, but it was like other than that, it's bookends. Like, yeah. 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 End and Iron Man. Yeah. Oh yeah, Captain Marvel. But yeah. So,
3: mm-hmm.
0: the like I yeah I didn't realize. I think I think it took Black Panther for, for me to realize that they're like actually very good movies in their own right and not just like superhero films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's like. So, I think
1: that's the thing is I've historically never really been a big superhero person right. in general. Um, that just has never been a thing that appeals to me a lot. Yeah, I'm yeah. very into um, like series, though. You know, like I mean, I'm yeah. the biggest Harry Potter nerd in the world, um, and so I like the no, idea no. of how they created this universe, sort yeah. of piece by piece, and. Not chronologically. I think that's fascinating. So I'm interested to see. Because I'm watching them what should be chronologically, not in the release order. Oh, okay. So that's that's why you watch Captain America first. Captain America first First and then Captain Marvel. And then it's, I think the two Iron Man movies, the first Hulk,
0: yeah. yeah, which
1: I'm told I can skip, skip and it's sure. still okay. And then I think Thor, and then the first Avengers. Yeah, that's,
0: yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, and then I don't have
1: the rest of it memorized like that. But
0: <laughs> Wikipedia uh, has it for you. If you yeah, need exactly. it, right? Oh, I
1: have it on like a yeah. screenshot on my phone. Um, I so I'm, I'm interested to see Thor, how they. Thor two they... and Iron Man
2: three. <laughs> yeah. Huh. The next two are Thor two and Iron Man three. If you're wondering, uh, oh. Thor two is. Just as skippable as Incredible, right? Really? Like, yeah, it's pretty Well no, actually, you know what, in hindsight.
1: Uh I just wouldn't mind looking at him for two hours. You know
2: but, what? You know, Watch it actually. Yeah. You know what? I feel like I give Iron Man two a lot of or Thor two a lot of flack, but actually it's Everybody. pretty decent. And yeah. also Chris Emsworth is very worth looking at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's fun. And I mean yeah, t- Tom Hiddleston, He's the best Chris.
0: Tom Hiddleston's in there. Mm-hmm. He does his thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Very watchable, that that part of it at least.
2: He's, yeah. he's very Tom hiddleston yi Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm
1: excited to see Tom Holland as Spider-Man.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a you, delightful like little
0: spider guy. Yeah, yeah he and, is. Yeah. 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 So cool. yeah, and his movie is so always pretty cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like And plus isn't Zendaya in that. In
2: she Zendaya is. That? Yes. I
1: love her. Yeah. yeah.
2: She's only in it a little bit, but okay. they just released You Shouldn't Watch It because it has endgame spoilers in it. But they okay. just released the new Spider-Man trailer. Oh, it, word. Okay. And it seems like she's in it a lot more. Dope. I, I'm gonna guess she's the love interest. Well, yeah, because obviously, because it's kind saying... of a spoiler spoiler for Spider-Man: Homecoming. It's not that big of a spoiler. It's not really I really mean, really a spoiler. <laughs>
1: but like also, it's all superhero movies. I, like, yeah, that's not a reach that they introduce a female character who is also his age, and then they end up as love. Like, you know, like yeah. that's yeah. yeah.
2: It's, uh, so at the very end of Spider-Man Homecoming, she's just like, yeah, some people call me MJ. And you're like,
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Uh. Yeah.
2: Uh, it, it feels very, it's just like very, uh, this is another thing, uh, you haven't seen the Batman movies, the Christopher Nolan ones. Yeah. But at the very end of them, one of the characters is just like, Yeah. My middle name is Robin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. they're like, uh...
1: I love when they do things like that where they're like, we're just gonna <laughs> yep,
2: yep. We don't wanna actually have that character, but like we're <laughs> gonna <laughs> give them that name anyways. So you, you can I... imagine for yeah. yourself. We're just gonna give them yeah. a nickname that's the same nickname, that but word for word some word reason word. they're gonna be named something totally different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is weird weird choice. Just call her Mary Jane Watson. Uh, <laughs> they don't have to be so coy about it. The entire movie, they're just like, yeah, her name's Michelle or something. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then and then drops at the end. Yeah. Was it even... I think it was actually in, at the end of the movie, not post-credits, right? It was
2: at the end of the movie. Okay. Yeah. 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 Where they're like, hey, you're pretty cool, actually. And she's like, well, if we're friends, this is what my friends call me. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> that's lovely. Her whole thing is just being. Uh, she's a lot of fun in those movies. She's she's just kind of snarky and sarcastic. Yep, yeah, time, pretty much. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Those movies are great. And then um, they're a fun time. Yeah, they're a fun time. Oh, whole yeah. <laughs> it it was like I I started tracing kind of like the progression of how they of their villains because it's kind of like they 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 start off actually decent with um, the first three I want to say excluding Hulk where um, uh, Obadiah. Iron Man two is kind of no. I'm not talking. I'm not counting Iron Man two. But okay, like, but like Iron Man one, Captain America one, and Thor, they're reasonably interesting. And then it gets yeah. to like the the second phase two the, the
2: villains take a dip. Yeah, yeah. they got a little less. But I feel like you know they've gotten back. Thanos, yeah, yeah. Oh Spider, yeah, the, Ego, the yeah. Phase, three, phase three villains. Oh yeah, very good. Yeah, we've been super Marvel obsessed recently. Yeah. Uh, our last I passed the
1: rest of the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny between that and Game of Thrones. It's the only two I feel so left out of.
2: Not a Game of Thrones right? watcher either. Well,
1: what happened was I binge watched the first four seasons with a friend um, when there were only four seasons out, yeah. and then I haven't had HBO since.
2: If it helps,
1: so I'd love. Those, those are be the best
2: out. four seasons,
1: really. I'd love to be caught up so I could like participate.
3: But...
1: Yeah. I... So I'm very much trying to be. I feel like people love to hate people in general, but to hate people for liking things, okay. and so it's like half the internet, half the internet is like freaking out about all of those things, and the other half's like, oh my god, shut up already. And I'm like, let them let them enjoy things. I don't know. Let people enjoy things. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
2: that's a good way to be.
1: I I really feel like that because I, my biggest example is I am, cannot put to words how happy I am that the Jonas Brothers are back together and they are the exact, they do the exact same type of stuff and I love it and will not be shamed for it (laughs) because it brings me joy and I think that that's valid.
2: That's perfectly valid. I just had a I had a conversation with my my D and D group recently. Yeah. a couple of them are big Jonas heads. Yeah. I learned. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, yeah, I feel like everyone just wants to, I don't know, be cynical or you know not like things because of
2: it's just people trying things. to be too and cool it's, or yeah, whatever. yeah. It's, it's, let, also like, yeah it's, okay.
1: it's okay to like a movie even though the plot is cliche. You know, it's yeah. okay to just have a feel good movie or song or thing that you enjoy. It's okay to reread the Harry Potter series because you just want to experience that. You know, it doesn't always have always to be. It's okay to
0: reread the Harry Potter series. <laughs> I feel like nowadays like like the genre niching or like the genre subculture like separation is much much less. It yeah. matters a lot less. Yeah. But, and I'm like why? But I feel like, I think it's I partially think it's cuz the internet in some ways but it's like if you think back to uh, my my frame of reference is like punk versus metal in like late seventies and eighties, mm-hmm. where like they really those two groups of people did not like each other. Yeah, yeah like they really hated each other. Mm-hmm.
2: Like you know, like people spin on each other's type of shit. Well, sometimes people just like to like dig so hard into their identity as sometimes as yeah. like their fandom identity. Yeah, and yeah. they use that as a reason to cloister themselves. Yeah, and yeah. to kind of. Be like, yeah. Well, they're not part of my in group or whatever. Yeah, and that—that's
0: what I'm talking. Yeah. Like, yeah. And part of the reason I think for that is because back in those days, right? You didn't have Spotify or anything. So if you had, if you wanted to listen to these bands, you had to go buy the record, and that was like a not ins- not insignificant part of your income or whatever mm-hmm. money you have to spend. Yes. So if you have to listen to music, you have you could only listen to a subset of like mm-hmm. the entire like available music in the world. So that kind of like naturally lends itself to that. But now media, at least for music, like, like I said, you just have Spotify. Mm -hmm. So if I, like, I'm, I, like, it's just as easy for me to listen to, like, a pop song as it is for, like, to listen to a metal song. So Mm -hmm. it's, like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I I really don't care anymore, you know? So, yeah. I don't know how that applies to other media, but, you know, for music, that certainly is, like... I I make really
2: weird playlists on Spotify, if I'm being honest. Oh, same. Yeah. My
1: playlists are always, like, what do I feel like listening to right now? And just what songs do I like right in this exact moment? And sometimes it, there's no, I think my current playlist has everything from Jonas Brothers, new stuff, to like waxworks, new EP to like my mom's African music and, uh, some Ingrid Michelson.
0: Dude, I Uh, I, I have a playlist that literally says this
2: moment, dash and Mm -hmm. a date. Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah, that's one of my playlists. I just give mine, I just like keep updating with a weird new title. Uh, sometimes it's just the first song I think to put on there, or sometimes mm-hmm. I'm often making them while either watching a TV show or listening to a podcast. Yes. And so it's just the last sentence I heard <laughs> is the title <laughs> of that playlist. Nice. Uh, and it just ends up being, re- it's just like what I want downloaded on my phone at that time. Yes. Because uh, I download my playlist. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll get a playlist that's like, I don't know. There's a couple, look, don't shame. There's a couple Carly Rae Jepsen songs that are fucking bangers. The
3: star, the star, I,
2: I don't know this song. one, actually. No. Okay. Whatever <laughs> the, their <big> the song <laughs> their Run big Away song. With Me? Their big song is Call Me Maybe. Yes, it yeah. is. What but true. the song Run Away With Me is a straight up banger. I don't
1: think yeah. I know that one. Oh, oh man. man. I'll take yeah. your word for it. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. It's got like a sax in it. Nice.
1: And it's mm-hmm.
2: fucking dope. And I'll have that on the same playlist as some heavy metal thing or so. Yeah.
1: Because that's the thing is, I feel like most people make playlists like, this is my workout playlist. Like, my workout playlist can very easily still just go over to, like, stand by me. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) I don't think I've ever been able to hold a playlist to a single theme ever. Same. Um, A lot of times I'll put in random, because I'm, like, into soundtrack music. So I'll put Mm. in a random, or put in, like, a random track from a soundtrack. A like lot, what? huh? Like what soundtracks? Uh, so the guy who does the Game of Thrones soundtracks okay. is really good. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ramin Ramin Jouad, I don't know. But I'm it's gonna man. butcher his name, and I feel awful about it. You um, should eventually
0: look this up. Yeah,
2: but he also does the Westworld soundtrack, which is very good. He does yeah. a lot of other stuff. And then he there's did, all, I think he did Iron Man one. Actually. He did do Iron Man. <laughs> I just saw that. Uh, I was the looking through that. the well, themed Iron Man one, which is not on Spotify yeah. at least as his original thing, it used to be on my iTunes when I was using that. It was really good. Driving with the top down, it's a good pump-up jam. Yeah.
1: Uh, (laughs) I think the closest to one theme, and it was actually one theme that I ever got, was I put every single Harry Potter soundtrack onto one playlist, and you know how every college had one library that looked like Hogwarts?
2: Yeah. So, yeah.
1: yeah. Because everyone was like, oh, my college is unique for that. It's like, oh.
3: (laughs)
2: <laughs> every every college tour you go on, you'll have that one tour guide that'll be like, you know, some okay. kids on campus say, this is just like Hogwarts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it makes is it really unique and special. Also, we have hundreds of clubs, and you're like, cool. cool. Um, but yeah, so I'd go to the one that looked like Hogwarts and felt like Hogwarts, and I would study listening to that playlist. And the funny thing is, I was studying for this class I took as a science distro. Uh, hindsight shouldn't have taken it as a you know, it was called the Neurobiology of Communication, and I got a straight-up F. Like, I just failed the whole class. I think Stucked I got an
2: up. F in that, just hearing that title. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, just bombed the whole thing, studied every day for it. I was in that library. every. I read that textbook cover to cover. I went to every lecture. Nothing.
0: Dang, that does not sound like I
1: idea. don't think I could tell you a single thing that happened in that class anymore. And I probably couldn't while I was taking it, even though I was, I had extensive notes and I just remember I got the final and there were words on it. And I'm like, I've literally never seen that combination of letters before. Like I've never encountered this word, let alone, do I know how to answer this question based on it?
3: Fuck. <laughs> Damn. Fuck.
1: I remember I cried and then my mom said that she was proud
0: of me. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you gotta be a little easier on yourself. Dude, my, did my test at Caltech? I mean, I never had a take-home... I think I had maybe one take-home test. But uh, the take-home tests are apparently always the worst for everybody. Mm-hmm. Because, like, it's take-home open book. So yeah. it's like, well, if it's take-home open book, they're never going to ask something that's straight from the book. Yeah, It's always some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Something that you have to kind of think of you up. You have them. to really have to, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'd actually... Um, so the tests generally were... Um, were not directly from material that you had covered, but now I understand why, because like, it's, it's actually, it's like, I don't know if the teachers consciously were thinking about this, but it's kind of like, what like machine learning theory where it's like, are, have you just memorized like
3: mm-hmm. the or material
0: adjusted. or have you actually yeah. learned it and learning and to demonstrate that you learned, you've actually have to be exposed to something out of sample or something mm-hmm. that you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. But that's like, that is related and you could get from A to B, but that you haven't seen explicitly before. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's kind of the reason
2: for that, but, man, it did not feel good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I once, I once had a final in college. I failed some classes in college. I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie. This was not a class I failed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I remember we went in there for the test, and after the test, he said, and you guys just know that after the test, uh, make sure to turn in your paper by five, like your your final paper. hmm I only knew about the test part. I didn't realize uh, we had a final paper that uh, we've been supposed to be working on. Yeah. And uh, it was about 3 p.m. by the time I finished that uh, test. Uh, yeah that paper in on time. You, you it was <laughs> not a good paper. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, was amazing. That, that was my know? biggest, like, oh, shit moment in college. Like, yeah. <laughs> was there a page yeah. count or something that you had to satisfy uh, for that? I mean, probably. It was, like, not a long paper. Okay. I think, I don't even remember. It was for legislative process. The professor was technically my advisor. Uh, we only spoke like twice. Uh, I had a once again. I should have been an English major. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I forget what I forget what I wrote about. I just remember it happened. Nice. Uh, I don't know. You guys talking about that kind of yeah. jog my memory yeah. of on that one thing happening.
1: The end of my senior year of college, I burned out so hard. I was supposed to write a paper for one of my dance classes and I opened my laptop at like midnight the night before. Like put a heading on. Just closed my laptop and went to bed. Got to class. She's collecting papers. She's like, if you don't have it, just come talk to me. It's fine. Didn't go talk to her. The next <coughs> class, she's like, if you have it, bring it up. If not, just come talk to me. It's fine. She and I, to this day, have never spoken about that paper. <laughs> like, my st- I see her. She takes dance classes sometimes. Like, we've always... When we always had a good... Whatever I think that she understood it was senior year and yeah. all of that, but I never I got an A in the class. I never mentioned that I didn't turn it in. She never mentioned that I didn't turn it in. We just both let let it happen. It's just, it's,
2: yeah. it's just you guys don't acknowledge it. It's yeah. just kind of an open seat. It was just she's like
1: she's like you're a grown ass woman, like
3: because yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: mm. I'm like I know you don't want to read it. I don't want to write it. It's point. This is a technique class. Like
0: yeah. Mm. We should ask the Steve Israel I actually Steve have not Israel prepped that, I
2: don't think. But, yeah,
0: because but yeah, it just got lost. But yeah, we should ask it. Yeah. Uh, so we have I'll this thing take.
2: called the Steve Israel Memorial question. Uh, the Steve, what? The Steve Israel Memorial question.
3: Okay.
2: Steve Israel is alive and well.
3: Okay. Uh,
2: he did go to William & Mary also, but he's not from Nova. Okay. England. Uh, that has nothing to do with this. Okay. So is, the question is, what is the wildest thing or craziest thing, I forget how we word it, uh, that you're willing to admit that you believe in?
1: Oh, um, I, I feel like there are so many different directions that I could go in this right now.
2: (laughs) Whatever you want, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, It's very open-ended. It can be.
0: I mean, in the past we've had like ghost stuff. Yeah. And Thrifty Mm -hmm. said something somewhat conventional, which was, um, uh, he said, uh, he believes he might be able to live forever clinically.
3: Mm, mm-hmm. That was an interest.
0: Because one. of technology, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, uh, those are some directions. There's some yeah. diametrically opposed directions. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's definitely been some astrology that's been talked about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it can go any way you want, it doesn't have to be something that's uh, like. There's there's no extra points for like like literally <laughs> the yeah. craziest. Yeah. It doesn't have to yeah. be a metaphysical thing either. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mm-hmm. uh, well, I'm
1: just trying to think about what I believe in. Yeah. Um,
2: like I I have trouble answering this question. Yeah.
1: yeah. all the fucking time. I I think okay. I think that I believe mostly in that there is goodness in humanity. I believe that most of the time, and this is, you know, there is hate in the world. There are horrible people. There is, you know, different mental illnesses or, you know, trauma that hasn't been taken care of that affect people to push them to do horrible, horrible things. But if I'm looking at average what I would consider average interactions between people. I find a lot of the times, these like hot button arguments that happen are, have less to do with the goodness of people or the goodness of the person you're talking to and more to do with a lack of empathy or understanding of other people's life experiences. I think that if everyone, was able to, or willing to try and understand just how different other people's life experiences are and what has led them to believe what they believe, we could have a lot more productive conversations. Mm -hmm. I think that it's so easy to feel like because I wake up in the morning and have my coffee, if you don't do that in the morning, you're wrong. Because that works for me. So why doesn't it work for you? Yeah, Just a very dangerous mentality. That I think that. Far too many people hold on to. And I think that. Also understanding. And. If people were able to take a step back. From their own egos. And admit that they don't know everything. We would. Be able to get a lot farther. But I think that. Inherently, there are very few people who are basing everything they do out of evil. Yeah, yeah. I really like that answer. Yeah,
2: mostly because I agree with it. I agree with it. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: agree
1: that, that's been a thing that I, I've been very curious about, fascinated in, is how how we speak to each other about because there are so many things in the world and the government and our interactions and the way that we police our own language and how we speak to each other that I feel like I encounter when I encounter someone who has a differing opinion, I want to understand what in their life has led them to believe that. Mm -hmm. And then I want them to understand what in my life has led me to believe Mm -hmm. what I believe. Yeah. And then see if we can find some common ground based on that or some understanding. Because I, because then there's also the level of I'm still, maybe maybe you change my mind. I feel like people also aren't willing to have their minds mm-hmm. changed. And yeah. if we were open to that, that would, it's a scary, vulnerable thing. But yeah. Yeah. sometimes it's real. And then other times just to be like, okay, I still hold my belief and you still hold yours. But hopefully we can be more tolerant of Allowing other people to have their beliefs. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It gets difficult. I feel like that's kind of an oversimplification, but I, I just think that if we could figure out a way to heal the manner in which we have conversations, it would be much easier to then focus on the content of it. But I feel like because we don't have a handle, uh, it is our just own human reflex to, when met with an opposing idea, yeah, yeah. respond yeah, um, with a little resistance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and if I think that that is the first issue that we need to address, and I don't think that people realize that, you know, yeah, like yeah. if you can look past someone's initial bark at you, you like, I think we're all still
3: human
2: underneath. Yeah, I, I like to think that we all generally <clears throat> want what's best for. Other people mm-hmm. but a lot of times I mean it's it what's best often depends on your perspective, your individual yeah, perspective. Exactly. And, and uh, other people is like I, I
0: feel yeah. like sometimes it's like you want what's best for your like hundred closest friends generally or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Something of that yeah. sort. Mm-hmm. And so then you think about who are your hundred closest friends and like some people have very narrow sets of people for that. Mm-hmm. Some people have more diverse sets of people for that. Mm-hmm. And like that 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 affects a lot of it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 yeah
1: remembering that we're all just subject to our own experiences
3: yeah.
1: and it's hard to hold someone too uh responsible for information that they've never been exposed to yeah and so or, then how do you bridge that gap
0: yeah or yeah. also like another example is like I, I feel like some of the way like news is presented presented now I, I I keep some like conservative mm-hmm. news on my phone just to see what like and I just get the sense that like uh like the way the information's chopped up is just so weird nowadays well
1: a hundred percent it's so
0: so, like cherry when I,
1: Because I, I think, too, what's interesting is I, I very much try to be open. I obviously have my beliefs, but I don't know. It's especially in the way that media frames things, yeah. I feel <laughs> like is one of the biggest poisons right now. Yeah, yeah, uh,
0: yeah absolutely.
1: Because everyone is using fear tactics to yeah. keep people believing what their side is Mm -hmm. and I feel like I always try to research deeper than just the headlines which obviously hopefully we all are doing but it does take consuming media from a variety of different uh, yes it can take meetings, a lot of work you know, to, yeah, be, yeah. to be
0: informed.
1: Yeah. yes exactly uh, yeah. exactly and it's it's tiring sometimes yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and well like part of it is like like i said so there's the framing and the spin right mm-hmm. is, which, is very, which can be very obvious
3: mm-hmm. and
0: although although even that some people don't realize yeah and but another part of it is just like choo- choosing what to cover or what not to cover yes because like what i notice is that like the, peop- the people that are more conservative and the, and the news they reference, mm-hmm. I'm like, I've never even seen this in yeah. the other side of it. Yeah. And I'm like, and and I'm sure some same things same goes the other way yeah. or like certain events mm-hmm. and they're probably literally just like, yes, I understand that they're, they're probably terrible mm-hmm. on either side, but it's like, they're also very small percentage too.
2: Mm-hmm. So it's like this one event yes. has been blown up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I know there was, like, there's an event happening. There's something going on in, like, China that I only found out about today because of the Daily, Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, like, a, the New York Times, like, mm-hmm. Daily Podcast, yeah. which is, uh, it's like, um, it's a minority group I'd never even heard of before called the Wikers? The... It's, like, a Muslim Asian group. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, and it was just, like, interesting to me that what I was hearing is something that Like, it felt like people should be outraged about, Mm -hmm. but I'd also never heard of of it before. And a lot of times you get that kind of selective thing. Uh, Do you guys listen to the podcast? Have you guys heard of the podcast Citations Needed?
3: No.
2: Uh, So they're kind of a podcast on the media, and they were talking about how, like, even some of the... uh, Oh, God, I shouldn't go into political podcasts that I listen to because I just, like, feel like I'm uninformed when I talk about them. Mm -hmm. Uh, But um, I know they were talking about how a lot of times... Um, you know, things get pulled to the front of a lot of news organizations and it kind of overshadows anything else. Uh, and they kind of ignore things that might arguably be bigger. So, um, I mean, like obviously, Trump uh, obviously d- dominates the news, and a lot of times we miss hearing other things that are going on yeah. or maybe more details mm-hmm. because obviously there's this big, awful thing going on. Yeah. Um, but, um, I don't know. It's just like easier to ignore these things or sometimes you have corporate interests and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's obviously a huge part of it. I mean, mean, that's a big part of why you often don't see, um, I feel weird being a Jew going on about this, but like you don't often um, hear about like Palestine on on, on MSNBC even because uh, they have various corporate interests and things. Um, oh god why am I talking about this Uh, it's just like I'm not informed to speak on anything uh, but obviously awful things are happening around the world and I'm gonna shut up now
1: Yeah, I pulled us in that direction Hmm? said I pulled us in that direction
2: no like we should all be um, we should all be researching uh, researching things and not just like I don't know
1: I feel like I mean yes definitely that is huge but I feel like that sometimes to me feels like such an untangible goal to know everything that's happening in the world and, and how can't. much weight I And
3: you can't know everything. Yeah, so I feel yeah.
1: like where I've been tr- focusing a lot more of my attention recently has been trying to understand individual interactions. I don't. I was having a conversation with a couple of good friends and one of them was like, I just I feel like I don't know what it even means to be woke because it's like, these are, there are just so many things and I definitely don't have an answer to that. I'm not going to pretend to, but I'm, I don't know. As we were talking, we were just sort of like, it's a journey, not a destination. It's about engaging with people who have had different life experiences and believing their experience, you know, and not just again, saying I woke up and had coffee this morning and that made me feel good. So why doesn't everyone just wake up and have coffee? And that is that, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like I've just been more interested in, how to have conversations and I don't know, starting on a more micro level because I, I can't do anything about things happening in Palestine. And I, and this is probably a selfish thing in me, but it doesn't make me feel good to look at every single one of the world's problems. It makes me feel small because I can't solve all of them. I don't even know where to start. And so then how do I start?
2: Yeah. And yeah. what
1: are things that I can do that make me feel like I'm at least contributing to helping push the needle forward in terms of us all being okay or,
2: yeah, you know. I mean, on some level, you can only look into things so much. Yeah. And it's so hard because you're just
1: flooded with it, yeah, you know.
2: At some level, you kind of need to, like, cut yourself off and just, like, not... I don't know. Like, there needs to be a reasonable level between being informed and at least Mm -hmm. being able to be wary and skeptical Mm -hmm. of headlines. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Especially. Yeah. Yeah. But also not having, not letting that sour your worldview too much, and Mm -hmm. not letting that um, just make everything feel hopeless, and not letting Mm -hmm. that—that's the whole. What is it? Think globally, act locally.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yes. Um, Like, keep in mind the bigger picture, but. Mm -hmm. Remember that the things that you can do are mm-hmm. mostly on a on a smaller scale, but mm-hmm. that's how the bigger scale gets better. Is that yes. people on you know, on a micro level are doing things. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: <sighs> the quietest. Yeah. Do you
1: know what's funny? Is I remember even because I was listening to. An episode of the podcast, and hearing that you guys asked that question, yeah. and I was like, I gotta prepare myself for <laughs> it, and I did not.
2: <laughs> I feel like I've heard that a lot, yeah. From because you, you like know
1: it's and because it's like such a big open thing that yeah. could get into anything. You're like, okay, I'll just I'll think about it later. It's not like I know that you're going to ask me my favorite flavor of ice cream, and so I'll contemplate that for three seconds and then prepare right. myself to say it chocolate
0: it's okay
2: i mean like, like cookies and cream uh, is the right answer just to be clear
3: wow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah uh no i i i honestly am not even sure i like have a good answer to that mm-hmm. uh i think we were talking about it in our like third or so episode back before we had guests in those days right, yeah. that's yeah. when that's when we first started the, talking the origin of questions. that yeah 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 uh and I, I remember like my main thing is just like I I go by the Fox Mulder rule is what I think I is what I like to call it. Okay. Which is a, I'm just kind of a skeptic at heart, but mm-hmm. I desperately want to believe things. Okay. Uh. Yeah. But I also like it's an open ended question. It can mm-hmm. go in different kinds of mm-hmm. things you believe in. So yeah. yeah. I it's like what you I choose. Like think people yeah. are mm-hmm. That's yeah. not a thing I'm thinking of when I'm thinking of the Fox molder rule. That's true. Um, yeah. Yeah. And like I, I wouldn't have in that direction. but that I mean I also agree with you. So mm-hmm. yeah.
0: yeah.
1: I think it's also because like ghosts exist i had ghosts in my house growing up you know that to me doesn't feel like a crazy claim because uh, it's a thing that i've experienced since i was a kid you yeah. know
2: and so the, the 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 wildest slash craziest part mm-hmm. is something that's completely subjective it's, based yes. on yeah. mm-hmm. the person you're asking that question
1: to. yeah mm-hmm. uh, yeah
2: so to some people it seems like ghosts is the wild answer mm-hmm. to some
1: people yeah it's, I'm sorry, like, I literally, whoever said that, I just, <laughs> I didn't mean to be mean to anyone or to anyone's answer. I just, yeah.
2: I think that's cool. I recently found out one of my roommates uh, was like, yeah, our apartment's haunted by a ghost. And you didn't, didn't, I, I didn't realize. Oh, yeah? Yeah, well, it's her grandmother or great aunt something has been following her around. Oh, uh, I'm, interesting. I was skept- I'm still a skeptic of what she was saying, but I yeah. was just, like, kind of very open ears to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to admit, when she told me, I was mega stoked. Uh,
3: <laughs> yeah. Which yeah,
2: yeah. I could, like, barely react. I was just kind of smiling ear to ear, just mm-hmm. kind of excited to hear that we had a ghost in the apartment. Yeah.
1: That's so interesting. I feel like I tend to think of ghosts as imprints of energy.
2: That makes more sense to me, yeah.
1: But also, I've never experienced a ghost actually following me,
2: you know, so yeah.
1: who, yeah.
2: Can I ask about these ghosts that you grew up with?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, Civil War battleground. <laughs>
2: oh yeah. Right. And so it, it was never
1: anything major. It, again, just imprints of energy. I think that's why I believe that is that like you're in the bathroom with the door open, just like washing your hands or something and you just see something go behind you. And there's nothing actually there. And same, there's another mirror in our house you could see it. Going going back there, we had a cat for many, many years. And after the cat passed, you can still hear meowing for a bit. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I'm very fascinated by... Uh, and I am not the expert on this, but just the idea of all the different dimensions. And the idea... One of the dimensions, the theory is that all of time is... All exists at the same time.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I'm
1: phrasing this horribly. Yeah, there's
0: some weird stuff. I mean, like, yeah. Well, like, a particle of light like experiences a whole lifetime in, in one instant. Right? Yeah. So it's like experience- something like that. So it's, the it's, idea
1: yeah. of like what occupied this exact space that we're in right now, ten minutes ago, ten years ago, ten days ago, and do you, we all kind of leave traces of energy? behind you know yeah. like you can walk into a room that feels charged with that which has been there before and I think it's not a thing that you can see or touch but you can feel in a in a different way and so yeah I just think that sometimes things that existed there before their energy is still there and sometimes it crosses over into something a little more tangible It's kind of
2: cool and especially like I don't know time could arguably be a human construct in a Absolutely. weird sense. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys seen Arrival? No. no. Okay. No. It's a sci-fi movie with Amy Adams. Uh, and I, I might be remembering it completely wrong. It's kind of a spoiler what I'm going to say. It's a really good movie. You guys should watch it. I yeah. don't really want to spoil it too much. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I feel like telling you guys what I'm thinking. Spoiler. Uh, have you guys seen Interstellar?
0: I have Christopher Nolan. Okay. I know I should actually. But... These
2: are all movies where time gets a little weird, mm-hmm. but it's not like a time travel movie. Yeah. Uh, it's more of, it's another thing of just people experiencing time as just another dimension in a mm-hmm. weird way. Yeah. Uh, I'm
1: very fascinated by
2: that. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's what GR says. Yeah. General relativity. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Einstein. Yeah. That's him, right?
0: Yeah yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. I don't know science that well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I guess we should wrap up. Yeah, this yeah. It's, it's like one twenty-five in. Uh, <laughs> you got any plugs?
1: Um. Oh. Uh. When does When is this gonna come?
2: Next Tuesday. Next Tuesday.
1: Okay. So this will have already happened, but you can go all summer. Check out Lucky Plush was selected for Art on the Mark. So we're going to be projected on the merchandise all summer. It premieres on Monday and then in the evening. So my understanding is that you can like go on a website if you want to listen to it, mm-hmm. but it'll just be projected up there. Um, we have our annual benefit called Plucky Lush mm. <laughs> mm. coming up.
2: Uh-huh. Uh, Causing
1: for effect. Yeah. Um, okay, so we have our annual benefit show called Plucky Lush. Um, at Venue West on May 23rd. It's a Thursday. And then we will have preview shows of Rink Life um, on June 21st and 22nd at the Logan Center.
0: Cool. Yep. Uh, do you have a website like address already scoped out, or is that not?
1: It will be just dot okay. but I have no idea at what point
0: that will go live. Okay, yeah. <laughs>
2: cool
0: got anything no i'm like
2: out right now yeah (laughs) yeah that's fair uh thank uh,
1: you guys for having
2: me yeah yeah thanks for coming on yeah yeah uh once again from the xyz podcast i'm i'm the z i've been eco i've been zach
3: i've been jacinda Bye.
2: bye